going live yes we are live welcome to the three marketer show now uh this is where we go back to the basic that's why we have our fourth marketer here today yo chiwai put our hands together to chiwai okay and our, our <laughs> silent first marketer yeah this is our fourth marketer now if this if this is the first time you see us right okay thank you for tuning in whether you are watching this on facebook or my youtube channel uh this is the three marketer show what we'll we do is yeah, this is already 26 episodes. So what we do is every Wednesday night, um, we come together. I mean, basically, it all started uh, between me, Andrew, and Manfred, just three of us, right? That's why we call it the Three Marketers Show. But eventually, you know, we wanted to expand the universe a little bit. That's why we started inviting, uh, you know, like good friends like T.Y., uh, Jin, Jason, and all these people to come over and share with us one specific topic every week. So this is where we discuss about Facebook ads. You see, basically, uh, although we started to expand our universe into, you know, digital, uh, the other part of digital marketing, like Instagram, like we had Kenny talk about it. We have uh, uh, Google search, you know, from, uh, I mean, covered by Jason. But fundamentally, four of us, we have a one, we have one common uh, so-called trait, which is we are all Facebook advertisers. So that's the reason why we want to come back to our very basic, because it's 2021. I think a lot of people still find it kind of like, okay, now it's 2021, what is going to happen in Facebook advertising? So this is really, uh, you know, a very dedicated episode where I just want to go bring three of my good friends together, okay, to discuss. So I'm Jason, I'm your host, and we have our co-host here, you know, Andrew Manfred in uh, yellow, and we have Chiwai. So, okay, what do you think? When it comes to Facebook ads in 2020? Let's ask him. Let's ask him. Yeah. yeah. I think we start with the guest. You're here, you know, to be bullied. Let's put him on the hot seat. <laughs> so what do, what, do, what do you think? In, in, in 2021, I think um, a lot, uh, there are different people talking about this, especially or, or there are certain people also talking about iOS 14 is going to hit Facebook advertising. Do you think Facebook ads is still going to be relevant? What do you think? Uh, definitely going to be relevant. Um, in fact, uh, we see a trend of uh, Facebook uh, spending um, uh, rocketing. At the same time, even though within Facebook itself or even other social media platforms, uh, we see an uh, upcoming trend or even uh, extreme traction in terms of uh, live stream. As in, you can see, you know, when you scroll down news feeds, you can see a lot of people doing um, live uh, sessions, uh, promoting their products or whatever. And some other, there are a lot of companies whereby they engage all these live streamers to actually promote their product for them. Either they use a proper like a marketing team that purposely do live sessions or even they engage uh, KLs or influencers to actually push their products for them. So um, uh, due to the fact that, you know, this is a new norm um, whereby face-to-face uh, uh, -face meetings um, and uh, live concerts are now all um, in streams. Even, you know, live concerts, they are all, by artists, they are all in streams right now. And um, so, you can see that uh, live streaming um, to promote their products or services now um, they are gaining uh, popularity. Uh, it's just no choice. Uh, this part. So uh, we as uh, digital marketers, uh, we just have no choice but to consider these as part of our social media strategy as well. So, um, so yeah. Live streaming. But that, yeah. that's part of the thing. But when it comes to live streaming, right? I mean, put it this way. I, I, I'm a person who I, I, I do live every week like you know sometimes i can do like, every, day, like every day every day <laughs> yeah yeah most of the time i do every day kind of thing sometimes in most of the time in my private group where i run my courses and all that but to be frank uh, i i don't really consume facebook live on it i don't know yeah. about you guys i am yeah. that kind of person who cannot really sit still and consume facebook live but i do agree with gy that you know uh yes Facebook Live is, you know, really like gaining traction. Not just Facebook Live. Like the other day when we were having Jamie, uh, she's also talking Lazada. about Shopee Live, Lazada Live, where mm. this is a kind of like a way that people are engaging. But how does it work together with Facebook advertising? What is the thing that we should be looking into? Like, let's say if you talk about a company that is doing live and all that. Okay, like I advise some of my clients and coaches before. Let's say, okay, when you do live, and then you need to retarget certain people to come up to a certain percentage. Maybe like, let's say if you do a half an hour live, okay, you want to set up a custom audience of people who watch up to 25% at least, okay, to, to, to be retargeted. But here's the thing. When a lot of people are doing live out there, right? I do not know that. For our kind of live, you know that, you know, uh, I see like our live viewers are not a lot. But the 
I mean, to a lot of people, they pull in the, the way they pull in live viewers. You see, I want to comment on this. Not everybody, but of course. Uh, but a lot of people use all these lucky draw, you know, baits and all that to get people to come in to watch to a certain extent. Uh, uh, this a way, we get our people who comment now. Those people watching, hi. Can you comment something so that our video will pop up in your... <laughs> so, so, it's kind of a thing that they do, right? Can you comment? Hey, your, your, can you can share you with your friends? Hi, you'll see us. <laughs> right? Can you comment? Say hi. But does it, hi. does it work? Does it work? You will find out already. Right? Yeah, I mean, and, and certain people, we, all, we also know that I kind of like heard that, you know, when they are doing live, right, in a way they are getting other people to... It's kind of like you can pay people to view. Just kind of like a way to help you boost the numbers and all that. But how do we, you know, it's like a lot of people came to me and said, how can they monetize their Facebook Live and all this kind of thing? That's kind of a thing that I, although it's getting traction, yes, I have to agree. But also the other thing is how many people really have that kind of like interest to really view, watch live for a very, up to a very high percentage. I, I can't. I'm, I'm, Maybe it's just me. I'm the kind of person who cannot stay on the live session for a long but, time. But well, some some people might want to listen. You turn on the, the laptop or TV, you just listen to it while doing your stuff. I think, I don't know. I mean, now that we are, I'm doing a lot more content production on on Facebook. I actually spend oh, yeah. less, time, less time on Facebook as a consumer. I think as if you produce content, you a lot of a lot of uh, you know um, Facebook advertisers or well-known ones they don't spend a lot of time on on social media. They put content up, of course, but you know personally they an hour at most a day. Mm -hmm. So, but if you say you pay somebody to to watch See. your live, mm -hmm. I think live Facebook Live is just another so-called another uh, platform or, or modality where. Same thing like you post the content on Facebook, you know, you're so you're so just want to get likes and all those things. But my question is, what's the purpose of doing life? That's why the next something? thing is, yeah, yeah. I mean, ex exactly. I mean, like I would, I would, I would, I would, I would think that if your life doesn't serve a very strong purpose, right, then it, I think yeah. it's a, lo a, a lot more difficult for us to really like monetize it. Like we have SD mm. over here. SD is saying usually people watch with lifestyle interest as content. So mm. like things like us wouldn't be something that is more lifestyle. Like. I think it's what 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 do you categorize us to be? I mean, like the three marketer show is Chi, you are you 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 follow us almost every week. How do you yes. consume? Do you really watch until the end? Because yes. Chi cannot or you just listen to it. Chi cannot sleep. She, he needs something to make him sleep. I make it as uh, my commitment. Um, to learn something at least one hour, die die one hour per week, to consume right. uh, content to um, get myself in the know of what's happening in digital marketing. Um, I right. not only consume, you know, uh, the three marketers show. I consume um, Jason's Sunday. Ask me, ask me Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> no, AMA. So, yes. Yeah. I I mean, uh, I just make it as my commitment uh, to actually uh, learn something. Uh, because I really appreciate your commitment, man. <laughs> Usually on daytime, you know, all my time has been given to clients. You know, everyone is a, wants a piece of my ass. So I don't really have a certain time for myself, like as in um, for my own knowledge or reading. So because I don't really travel on, on public transport, so I don't really have time to actually read, read, read. And yeah, yeah. if I were to approach, then I'll be on the road. So you can't consume any proper content. So this is actually my me time. You know when it comes to learning uh, you listen to spotify yeah. you just listen to some of the the podcasts also can uh. that's another way okay, no, i'll fall asleep uh. like i'll really really fall asleep then huh. <laughs> really yeah, yeah. podcast before sleep uh. i do consume podcasts though yeah yeah because like, watching watching uh, you know like you guys um so it's actually really engaging like okay real people behind the screens sometimes they'll shoot you back questions when i ask things so mm. it's, it's a thing so it's not just a one-way thing Mm. Or so you're just trying to make it lively, la, or else it's very boring, right? Yeah, I mean, probably, digital marketing is boring to a lot of people, to be frank. Uh, mm. but, but to be on the honest side, probably uh, there are certain sessions which may or may not necessarily super, super interest me. Like, for example, LinkedIn. Oh, LinkedIn, uh, really? So, never mind. Never mind. Mm. Probably I don't like 
die die look at the screen, but at least I listen first. You know, right. something. You know, at least I listen. Hey, oh yeah, really? Yeah. You know, then after that, you come back to the main screen and say, say what 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 the the special guest has to say. So yeah, okay. I mean, make, looks make like we're gonna up our game in terms of content generation, man, Jason. <laughs> you mean yeah? Okay. Uh, mm, okay. I, I, I mean, it'd be good if I can get more people like Chiwai lah. Elsa, you know. <laughs> you see, like let's say when you're talking about live streams of uh, pushing products and pushing services, then after that, okay lah. You in Malaysia, we have uh, recently King Chowko is very 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 hot. You know, King Chowko. King Chowko is selling cars. Come on, like how many of you guys are going to buy your Land Rover or your AMG? Through your live stream, but wow. whenever he's whenever he's doing live stream, we are talking about two thousand plus people minimum hmm. watching live, two thousand plus, huh? And then after wow. that, he he has reached to an uh, a point hmm. whereby uh, other companies like uh, I think it was uh, Viewnet, can't remember, it was certain certain ice companies, um, that and certain uh, glasses, you know, optical optical brands engaging him to do live inside their inside their uh, their retail shops so it's so, more like a kol kind of thing already meaning yeah end up doing like a kol already rather than a sell car you know car guy right but it started as a class car seller kind of thing like our our friend in singapore my uyghur also what yeah my uyghur wang lee my uyghur is also you know the guy is also like the selfish guy yeah right yeah, yeah. so it's more entertainment commerce kind of fusion already uh, you gotta get entertaining in order to get people to so in a way it's just like and not everybody not any tom dick harry can come out and do live like that's that's the thing of course i personally went through going live uh you know it freaked me out at the very beginning but of course you, you kind of get used to it and all that but I, I agree with you in that sense for this topic that we're talking about yes i do agree that live stream will get more and more traction however what i really you know uh kind of like concern is how does it Definitely, I would agree that we will push businesses. But I think a lot of businesses out there, when they're doing live, right, uh, they really need to look at how can they capitalize on the viewers to move the needle for the advertising part. Because the content is one thing. You cannot keep bringing back the Ding Chao Go or the Mai Yu Ge coming back to your page and do that kind of live. How much can you pay these people, right? Like the other day, Manfred, you were saying uh, to get the Mai Yu Ge to come live, how much? Oh, not cheap. 5,000 sing. I, I think more than that. I can't remember how much already. But in Singapore, yeah, yeah. Uh, sing. no, 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 five thousand, ten thousand sing or something like that. I can't remember exactly how much, but just to sidetrack a bit, uh, there are Singapore uh fishmongers, uh, they do it themselves, no. Right. They film the fish product, then they will deliver yep. to your house, uh, no. Actually, right. God, Malaysia also a lot, uh, I watched, uh, I watched that. Uh, live, uh, then people beat all uh, that. I was thinking, whoa, I up to that kind of standard. I think one thing. Try to learn from the best. I, when I say best, uh, I think the Li Jiaqi, uh, the lipstick one. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that one. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know that. that you, you know, try to lipstick. watch him uh, and Dude, try to get lipstick thing. You know? Yeah, because he, he, he does sell over the counter. Uh, he, so he's year, he or she? He, he's he, a he. he Li Jiaqi. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a dude yeah, selling lipstick. lipstick. Dude, lipstick. Uh, I'm trying to and get good. his format. No? But later then realize uh, that Basically, he's so passionate. Uh, he's so good at selling. Uh, right. She can make the ladies dream, uh, as in associate, if you buy this lipstick, you'll get this kind of lifestyle. That is, that is, oh, I don't know how to learn that, seriously. I don't think that's that's learnable. Uh. I think, of course, it's trainable, but I guess but it, at it least comes natural. You see, that's the highest standard I think can you can achieve with you. He is, there's one version, there's one version he, he versus Ma Yun, uh, see who can sell better. Yeah. Uh. Of course, Ma Yun really, lost. Yeah. Uh. Uh, really got such a episode. Lost, lost until very clean. Serious. <laughs> uh, uh. The way yeah. he sell, uh, wow, I also glue, glue to it. Uh. So I'm really, uh, trying uh. to learn from, uh, so trying to learn from me for your wife. <laughs> well, I didn't buy. Uh. Lipstick no, is, is something, uh, you must understand, lipstick is something, uh, even times are very bad, uh, women will still buy lipstick. Uh. But now you cover with masks while you still buy lipstick, man. Uh, uh, you got a point also. Uh. Uh, we have masks already. You still wear lipstick. They, they, will, you, you they, still, they, they always think like dresses and self lipstick. Is, unfortunately, today we don't have a lady. When you link back to the lipstick guy, uh, we also have uh, to acknowledge that you know this guy is in China. So when he goes uh, live, right, 
the live mechanism in China is definitely different from what we have uh, in Facebook and, and Instagram because they have a lot of built-in mechanism that can really help those people, which is these influencers to sell. Which I want to bring back to the next topic that we have over here, which is you know when you talk about all these live and mm. all that, which I want to relate yes. back. How do you think that Facebook is going to move to help these people? As in, like since now you say that so many people are going live on Facebook. You know, sell cows, or have sell fishmonger, also have matcha, matcha, also have. So, would do you think, or do have you seen any topics, or do have you seen any tools that Facebook might be doing to help these people sell? Uh, you don't want to tell me Facebook shop, Instagram shop. Uh, I mean, I yeah, think Facebook needs to learn from the Chinese social media people. I think because they're well integrated with mobile commerce. I think one of the just one app only, you no. Know. App yeah. So a single app that allows you to watch live at the same time do commerce. I think Facebook uh, needs to catch up as far as that is concerned. But back, back yet again, come back to this thing. Do you think Facebook would go really mainstream in 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 commerce? I mean, we all know that many years back, they actually built or created something that's kind of like going into the commerce market and failed. And then they yeah. created marketplace did not really work really well. Of course, certain people make some money out of it, but no. Mm. And then when it comes to Facebook shop, I mean, the, I would say Facebook shop does work to a certain part, but when you are missing payment, uh, that's why I think if, if, yeah. so if they have to get the payment site done, uh, which is and the, the, which the Chinese uh, social media are doing very well. So. Yeah, because for China, right, when they go live in those platforms, those platforms are really built for those kind of like so-called the live commerce or social commerce. Yep. Where they have a lot of tools to really build in to help you do even inventory and all that, which I believe I never experienced that, of course, I cannot say for sure. But Same when it here. comes to our part of the world, right, Facebook doesn't seem to have a very clear direction in terms of this area. Hmm. So I was just thinking whether... But of course, we do know that there are certain tools coming up as in like third-party tools. Okay, I've heard somebody who have built some tools that can actually allow you to, when you're doing live, right, one button to really facilitate the payment or, you know, even up to the shipping part. So in a way, you're still relying on the third-party tools. Lah. For now, so that's, yeah, so that's now. the thing that I can foresee. Lah. But what do you think? Commerce? Will Facebook really move, go big in commerce? As in like, um, Facebook shop, Instagram shop, or even this live commerce coming in, which is something looks that like, I... Yeah, looks yeah. like the next frontier to me. Well, last time when people actually want to sell in, in FB, uh, they have to go to those groups, community groups and whatever, and do whatever they want to sell there. Yeah, but Facebook is... Can I kick out by the... You break the yeah, rules. Facebook <laughs> is actually limit these kind of posts within groups. And force them to use either the shop on the marketplace instead. Oh really? So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean buy sell groups stop working, or in a way they have limitations now? Uh, they, they are trying to push or force the users not to be able to to sell their posts inside these groups, but instead use proper proper channels, aka or marketplace or shop. I mean, if you have a if you have a picture, or if let's say let's say I am let's say I have a, a used pair of shoes. Use by shoes, they will try to push you into using a marketplace instead of using, um, let's say, groups. Because I, I, I'm sort of a car guy. So sometimes, you know, if you look at um, car modification parts, um, you know, so you hang out in a lot of those groups selling their parts uh, for, for my particular car. Uh. But then again, uh, nowadays you can see less and less users selling those, um, those yeah, yeah, parts inside these groups, but instead pushing inside marketplace already. I'm but not yet sure again, marketplace, when you have a marketplace that you cannot effectively, can we run ads on marketplace at the moment? No, no. Not really, right? I don't see any placement for marketplace. Huh? Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe Manfred is a better person because you have been exploring marketplace right uh, in the past yeah, few months, I, right? By the way, uh, you will post something like a uh, year back in the marketplace uh, months what? ago, uh, year back. Months yeah, but, ago, uh, uh, months ago, uh, still got people can't look for me. <laughs> Man, oh, you, out of oh, all things, also, yeah, but as in, you buy the wireless here, but uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. months Until ago, now. still got people come and look for you. No, wait, after you have sold it, you cannot remove the listing. No, actually, this is, uh, yeah, because this is uh, you got a lot of stock, ma. Uh, uh, I'm surprised, no, because. 
I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people posting. I'm not so saying what do you that. Think? What do you think? What is the thing that makes yours surface or you know searchable or found? I think by these people the engagement. Uh, engagement. There, I think there's an algorithm. So sometimes even though the new one is right at the top, uh, but people who yeah, they engage with there's, there's an algorithm for relevance. Um, and most of, most of the time, by default, relevance the item goes on the top first. This uh, regardless of whether the the timing of the posting, I mean, like the age of the product. Wow. So Ooh. then after that, you see oh, more more than a week ago. Then you know uh, this one is an old item like, probably, I don't know whether the the, the item is still there or so, not. So filter. And then after that, or most listed first. Then after probably you see a new product first. So, so same thing for Facebook Live. Uh, if we have hundred plus viewers, uh, all the viewers, please say hi. Uh, you want this one? You want say A? You want this one? Say B? Yeah, you keep commenting. Uh, a lot of interactions. Uh. then Facebook will believe that well, this is a popular show that more people need to watch. You should understand their their objective. One, uh, they wanted to keep people engaged. One, uh. so if they found a rare gem. They want to pass it on to a lot of people, right now. Yeah, that's, so you see, that's I mean, the engagement. I heard about that. Mm. Uh, that's that's one of the reason I don't like to do, you know, like content, content part on Facebook. Okay, the first thing first, the reason one of the reason why I don't like content is because all this algorithm is so unpredictable. Like for example, you talk about marketplace. They say that oh, like what Manfred said, you know, few years, few months, months back, few months you know, months that, back, that months. listing will still get you. But how do we how can we play around? I would, you know, the reason why I actually drop everything and focus on Facebook ads is because that's the only predictable thing that I can get when it comes to, you know, I can spend money and I can tell my client that confirm sure got result instead of going and tell that, wow, I will get likes, lah, I will get whatnot engagement for the long term. And another thing you have to remember, you know, when it comes to Facebook, uh, same goes to Instagram. Okay. It doesn't, there is no mechanism to help you really uh what do we call that the content here the content on social media doesn't have the the so-called the longevity it's not like youtube you know it doesn't it doesn't yeah, like okay, like Manfred, it's a rare case la manfred's earbud oh, is a rare the, case the marketplace is a it's a it's a it's, it's a, a different ball game right uh don't, honest, i'm so surprised to, to find out that yeah yeah maybe that's a rare scenario that you hit some algorithm Freak, you know that actually bring you back and all that but most of the time right even though today you have a post that has thousands of engagement and all these likes and all that uh, there is nothing you can do even you want to carry the audiences forward that's the maximum 365 days that you can retarget them that's it first mm -hmm. this is the thing there is no way for you to you know reproduce the thing first thing first there's no mm -hmm. consistency and there's no way for you to really like effectively monetize in a way that post that has got hell a lot of engagement. So that's one of the reasons why I stopped doing management altogether. I say that I, the page management, we, the content, we, all that. We have talked about this before for top of the funnel. Uh, normally there's three ways. Uh, one is video. Video, obviously, we'll talk about YouTube, uh, where people mm. do a lot of content. This is also a video so on YouTube. Okay, when people watch, people will take action or they try to do retargeting. And the other one is some people don't watch, some people read. There are people who read. Constantly read yes. a lot, but that one is quite painfully to create out the content. Uh. Okay, and lastly, the the least effective way is to do organic social media, Facebook posts. I'm not saying it's, it's useless; it can do some help. But I think in terms of effectiveness and in terms of cost, uh, wow, this one is That is the top of funnel. <laughs> when in the middle of funnel, when you do retargeting, when you touch my website, touch my Facebook, touch my IG. I got my chance to attack you by advertisement. That's what we are very good at. La. Yeah, la, yeah, la, true. La. That's what we are very good at. The funnel is the one that you spend the most of your money, where your video, you might do your YouTube. In, in fact, recently, uh, Kenny, the IG one, I, I, I think really must do also. La. The IG thing. Eh? The IG thing. But yeah, I still cannot brain you. Well, one I think we have another IG person coming in. Equivalent to writing in blog also. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why. Wow, still IG, with that. IG, IG definitely that. need to learn. Uh. that's why I'm bringing. I'm bringing a master in in the next week to talk about IG, and she has a framework to really do this. At least, okay. At least we can go through training to learn this thing. But yeah, she. we have a question. She, <laughs> yeah, what, why are you so excited? <laughs> okay, we have a question. We have a question from Gamer Scroll. Gamer Scroll asks, okay, Facebook group versus Facebook page. 
Do you think business can benefit more for community building via group instead of page? Good question. Okay. Um, okay, what do you think? I mean, before I chip in my thought, you know, Andrew just you started your group. And then you uh, advertise, you, you advertise confirm your page first. But <laughs> you yeah. What's the question? Facebook group, do you think business? Yeah, and Shiwai mentioned that he is a car person. Uh, obviously, you join a lot of car groups. Do you think coming from a business standpoint, the Facebook group helps compare the Facebook page? Community building, community building. I think, it does. I think it does. Because group, uh, you you're talking advertisement on group. Not no, but the group. idea is to, you know, same thing like when you do emails, you want to segment your your prospects. Ma. So mm. if you're running, if you're talking about, let's say, cars, you want to talk to people who are really interested in cars. So the only group, way to group. move them from page is to go to the group and then you can engage with them on that content. The page is basically everybody can see. But the problem mm. is you don't know whether who is engaging with you. Is it? So when you move them to the group, then you can do whatever you want within that group. So you have maybe a group for cars, then you have a, a group for um, you know, car mods and all those things. And each one has a different set of uh, interests. And if you want to do any commerce or whatever it is, then you can target this way. advertise inside this uh, group. I mean, I, I, do I, 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 I do have, um, uh, I do have um, friends who are in this industry, whereby they set up, uh, instead of set up, setting up or be, even being active inside their business page, they created a separate group, same branding, mm. but mm. all their stuff are all through inside the group instead of the yeah. page. Correct. The Does page is better? good enough. It's good because you want to run ads only. Other than that, honestly, who, who visits the page in the first place? Mm. But who visits a group? No, group because it's topical. So, so you know, if you know, go back, if you're talking, if you have interest in lipsticks, for example, you'll be talking to, to the group or you'll be looking for groups who talk about lipstick and nothing else. But, but if otherwise, so how you go, it's same thing where you congregate where, where your audience, uh, so called congregate where your interest is. But you want to talk about poker, you go to a poker group. Lah. So, in a way you that you talk, agree that yeah. the business can benefit more for group, lah. I mean, via group yes. instead of each. Yeah. I'd say, in my opinion, I think both has to have a balance. But of course, you cannot just do the same thing on both page and group. Like if you um, observe, right, my Facebook page is very much on the community building and I use that to run ads and, you know, to really run ads for my courses and all that. Now, on the other hand, right, my Facebook group, as you can see, is really to really fit content on whatever I posted on YouTube. And if there's anything I learned in the past few weeks, because um, for past few months, because I started this group only in last year, August, July or August. So now we July, have just July. crossed. Yeah, we just crossed one thousand. Uh, if you if there was anything I learned is you know I, I realized if I am able to build a community from those people who are higher quality, which in my opinion, uh, at least those people who have went through certain learning with me, I'm able to do better. But if you're building a group that is going very general, you know, which is very much similar to your Facebook page, right? I yeah, think no. the impact may not be as powerful. Yeah. It has to be very narrow. Yeah, I would agree with the segregation part that Andrew mentioned just now, where you your group is really for the people who are really into things that you're talking about. So you can fit higher value content in it. Yeah. It's kind of a thing. But thanks for the questions, Game, uh, Gamers Grow. Gamers Grow has been following for a while. The group itself is more for many to many talking. Uh, page is more for the brand to tell you, I got this product launching at this timing. Uh, go yeah. to this page, something like that announcement uh, where I wanted to know. What's your latest course page will be the ideal place, huh? You like it, it's like similar to what uh last week, you know, um uh, Emerton. Emerton was talking about yeah. it. You know, the, Emerton was talking about the LinkedIn thing, the face LinkedIn page versus LinkedIn profile. So kind of like similar thing. You need to have a balance between these two presences. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, I would I would not agree that you just mirror the content on both sides. It doesn't serve a purpose. So why would I want to go to the group instead of a Facebook page? And since two things are the same, you know, why would I want to do that? That's why when you have more presences, uh, more work. Agree or not? Mm. Yep. yep. At the end of the day, like, you'll be like me, every day go live. What the? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I, I, for me, I'm reserving most of my content for the group. The page, you know, is basically just to invite people together to the group. Slightly more ex exclusive or even more driven down to yeah. that. 
Yeah. And you have to be aware, you know, when you're going live on Facebook group, right? You can't really retarget audiences because you can only go live as individual on Facebook group. Not as a page. Hey, you can go live as a page. Now, when you do, uh, can I, you go live directly. Page but when as I do, a profile. Page yeah. and profile. Page and profile. I, I, for, for, for mine, right? And when I go into, into Facebook group, I, I can only go live as a profile. Oh, I can. I can go as page. Maybe your ecam is different, lah. For my, I can only go in as profile, so I I lost the retargeting purposes over there. Ah, I see, mm. I see. Oh, I haven't tried that. Maybe next week I'll go with page and see. I mean, the feature yeah. is there, I've not actually tried tried it yet. Yeah, oh, because for my case, you know, I I can't. So if we talk about retargeting, then maybe if you're doing the live live thingy inside the Facebook group, then you prompt because there are, there are many tools, man. Like for example, the tools that I'm using, which is a streamyard, um. Oh. I can only go go live in group as my profile. Oh, I cannot okay. go live as Jason Gunn Facebook page. But the main thing is the group itself. You can't do retargeting, even though the group belongs to you. Unless you, you share the page, you share the content as a from a page into it. Uh, so that's the thing. People touch that that, that thing. Correct. So if you want to do that, you want then you have to go live on your page. Then you share that into the Facebook group, which also defeat the purpose, right? That's and why no, I never yeah. share my my three marketer show into any of my groups because I mean if you want you come to my page that's why so it's a different kind of yeah. presentation can, can do an announcement uh, you can make an announcement to to tell them once in a while it's okay because some people might be existing in the group but not active uh, different engagement uh, I would say group is more for like I would agree that gamer scroll just brought up another one it's like a middle funnel I agree you know group mm. is more like a middle funnel and in fact yes. it could be a it could be a bottom of funnel as well because my group uh, you know, over these thousand plus people, at least more than half of them actually went through learning with me. So this is not just me, though. They are, they are the bottom of funnel. This is really the... Yeah, your customers you know, already. Yeah, yeah, they're my customer group. It's kind of like the customer group. So depending on how you want to group that. So you, you got to be really careful because the moment you leave a group domain for a while, uh, it's oh, damn, damn difficult to revive the whole thing back. It's yeah. not like Facebook, you can run ads to re-engage these people, right? To yeah. boost to people who like your page. But for group, uh, if you build a group that is like that you do not they, know what to do with it it's like a party <laughs> la. if the party got hot girls everybody everything got drinks and uh, everything will be happening uh, suddenly nothing happened really all, all talk already. <laughs> yeah, that's in everything in life that's in everything in life <laughs> so that's 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 one of the thing because group is not as straightforward you see like i also heard that certain guru would say that group is better than page uh only if you know what you're doing yeah, makes us only agree. Yeah, yeah. Only what you're doing. True. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Now let's move to the next topic. Hey, no bad. Okay, let's go. Hey, by the way, uh, guys, if you're watching this live, right, I can see quite a number of people who are still here. If you have any questions regarding whatever topics, because this is just four of us coming in and just share our thoughts on Facebook advertising or largely the Facebook marketing in 2021 about things that may come, things that may happen. Yeah. Want to share with you our thoughts, two cents. Three cents, four cents, or whatnot, you know. Though, so if you have any idea or any things at any topics you want to bring up for discussion, now, like what Game Gamer Scroll just did, post it in the comment so we can actually bring it up and you know, uh, you know, expand the discussion. But or this is something you, yeah. you just want to say hi, drop us a message or so. Uh, uh, so that Facebook will pick this up as something that yeah. people are interested you in. You hi to me, I will hi to you also. <laughs> I will hi to you. I'll make sure I hi to you. That is why, that is why um, when I watch this every week from facebook i will spam the like button you know just spam the like and the, and the love button thank you uh, oh, really, uh. <laughs> hey so guys spam. <laughs> hit the like button just for yeah. the sake they know ty is not doing his job so you gotta help him <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the problem with with people like us uh, who who spend money to run ads and all those things so we really really sucks in organic one. <laughs> yeah in a way yes because to be oh. frank not to say we are suck in organic i I like I say I don't like to do something that I can't predict the outcome. Yeah, it, it's the it's it's not a ball game like, We don't spend so much time on organic. Uh. You should Correct. see the, the one that I follow this Eric Feng. Uh, well, I tell you, he's organic one. Oh, I'm a total power, newbie uh. when it comes to organic. Uh, by the way, come and Fred, do your job. We're hi, Shivon. Hi. 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 It's yeah, conversational, yeah, uh, conversational commerce. Yeah, ah, okay. Uh, I mean, back to the topic, we're talking about yeah. conversational commerce. 
Um, okay, this you're is saying, a topic saying that is popular in the uh, Philippines, right? Yeah, I was uh, in, in this morning. I had a I had a coaching call with one of my coaches in Philippines. Uh, she said now currently in the market in Philippines, a lot of people are running so called courses or training to teach people how to do conversational commerce. Because I don't know, it's kind of a thing. But I was just telling her this is really something that is fading away in Malaysia. I'm not sure mm. about Singapore. Why? Because you see, many years ago, in fact, as the social commerce started, PM become became the thing. You know, everybody mm. just type PM and it's kind of like it's kind of like the start of the journey, you know, to, to, to become a customer. However, if there's anything I picked up last year, among a lot of my students that I have, right, a few of them are actually conversational commerce. Why? Because like uh there is a there is a couple that sells jewelry. You know, actually mm-hmm. at back then, right, in, in, in last year they were still having about 80% of their sales coming through messaging. Mm-hmm. And oh, you have no messenger. idea. Mess- Facebook, 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 Instagram Messenger. Messenger. Facebook is part of it, but Instagram more. Yeah. Can you imagine uh, when, this couple go, uh, when this couple go vacation, they, mm. they are not having their vacation at all. They were glued to their phone and reply, 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 because this is all business. So they have been working very hard to shift to the automation, which is using the website to buy and all that, which last year it happened. Last year, because of the, we call this the accelerated digital evolution, where because of MCO, people stay more time at home, people start exploring, learning the right way to buy online, which I believe, which is going to the website and buy. It's kind of like people are getting more educated. And uh, they were, the last time I spoke to him, he was saying that now about 50 to 60% of the sales are coming from the website already. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is a good shift. Else, I tell you, you have no blood. No life. You are stuck really to the phone. No life. That's why you can still engage really someone to do it. Well. But yet again, that's kind of like you have to engage someone to do that unless you're big enough. And then how do you share the messenger, messenger yeah. connection? So at the you end see, of the day... Some people direct message, oh, I have a friend who sell... What do you call that? Uh, miniature plants. Uh, right. uh, bonsai. Uh, not bonsai. Uh, what's the word for it? Uh, colorful. His brand is... Roslet, la, Roslet, I can't remember. I'm not, I'm not into this thing. La. You see, you take a lot of photos in IG. And okay. interestingly, people direct message, I want to buy this one. Just send it over to me. I, I pay now your money to you. Just wow. Instagram. Straight away. That's business. Okay. And the funny thing is, Chinese people normally don't buy this. <laughs> Chinese oh, okay. people uh, it's other so reasons. you're saying that it's still working. So people, of course, yeah, I, yeah. I do believe there are, still, there are still such commerce going on. Yeah. But I was just thinking that would the trend be going down already? Because I think people are getting more and more used to buying in the proper website and all that, or even at least e-commerce marketplace. La. Messenger, like Shopee, I think, Lazada. Messenger, I think you still work because some people may, may not have credit card. Some students may not have credit card. Some mates are trapped in Singapore, trapped inside the house 24-7. Not supposed but to even you house. talk about credit card, that's probably Singapore's case. La, but for Malaysia, you don't have credit card. At least you have online banking. La. Uh, that at least you because most of the e-commerce mark uh, so-called the payment gateway can support online banking even stripe supports stripe yeah. supports online banking i'm not you sure you can also That's do it. online banking as in transfer some i'm not so sure about the foreign workers or, or, or mates in singapore but we have a quite a sizable number of people that's why marketplace is quite popular for them uh, but back to one one thing about this uh, conversational commerce I just met a vendor this week. I am very surprised actually he is heavily concentrating on Facebook Messenger. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or how many times I run Facebook Messenger? I think I use one hand also can count. So wow. that's why I'm not very I'm not, I'm not very familiar with it. I didn't spend so much time on Messenger. But the interesting thing is he actually used this to find out why people don't want to sign up, why people don't want to to purchase. How does it work? So to really talk to the, talk to the people and oh you and, mean like wow yeah, talk to the people and also got like scripts up say example after chatbot yeah chatbot after five minutes uh, you 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 don't want to click the thing itself uh, then they'll come another message so they will constantly revise the thing but what actually mm. caught my my all these things standard uh, is that when just like WhatsApp WhatsApp Messenger in Facebook uh, WhatsApp one uh, is in when you send out the number the person must press and talk to you. Then your number will be seen, right? Same mm. thing for Facebook Messenger, which I clearly remember that Facebook Messenger, you talk to him, you know, that, that's all. That's all. You only can see the, the person's profile. You can go and see the person's profile. He, he is able, he has up his game to some mechanism. Uh, 
able to see your contact number and email address, which was quite oh. eye opener. I don't know how on earth you do that. Uh, is it legal? I don't think it's legal. I don't think it's legal. I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe one of these things. Yeah. Because the, the user himself has to opt interact, in, opt in yeah. and give you instead of obtaining yeah. the other way around. Is it even uh, opt-in also, right? When it comes to messenger chatbot, because I have built several messenger chatbot, even a lot of them are actually still active until now. I've been observing. Uh. You see, mm. after they introduced the 24 plus one rule, uh, mm. the chatbot thing kind of stagnant, you know? Yeah. You know what? Because before this, yeah, before this, you can still do like what Manfred was saying. If you don't reply after a certain while, I, I prompt you again, you know, and I prompt you again and all that. But the 24 plus one rule break everything. Why? Because you can only send promotional messages up to 24 plus one hour after they opt in. So when I opt in now, right, until tomorrow, you cannot send me any promotional anymore because the moment I bloody report you, uh, you die. Mm. Mm. Your whole messaging ability of your Facebook page go kaput, you know. Seriously, they're bad. Yep. A lot that of people came to us and asked for help. So that's that why- was That was when, uh? Why the conversation, I mean, the 24 plus one rule came out, I think about two years ago. Two years ago, two years ago, yeah. I yeah. sort of gave up. Uh, one year plus I was testing playing with chatbots at, at one point, and when the twenty four plus one came in, I sort of gave up chatbots. You know, uh, I was doing stuff on mobile monkey and other things. Then uh, it wasn't it wasn't very effective. There were too many restrictions, like you know, mm. you cannot engage and all those things. Uh, so so I dropped that. Yeah, even you do broadcast, right? You have to tag it as non promotional, and when they pick up as promotional, also yes. couple. Correct. Too many rules. Yeah. That's why at the end of the day, once your FB, FB page gone, uh, then you headache. Uh, that you, uh, that uh, one is not just headache. That's the end of the day, man. Yeah. Uh, have, oh, you yeah. have tens of thousands of people, at least. I mean, like, like a lot of my clients has hundreds of thousands of followers. What? That one cannot do. So, what, what happened next? Uh, after that, they, did they give up chatbot? Then what did they do? What's the remedy? I mean, what there is... It becomes the slowdown in a way. And in a way, right, even though we have been building bots in a bit, you know, um, the bot can only solve up to certain level of problems. Mm. And, and, and recently, if you observe the Facebook Messenger, the mechanism and all that, Facebook up their game in terms of doing all this automated me uh, messaging. So technically, you don't need to have a many chat account or all that to do a lot of things. You can actually yeah. use the messaging, the Messenger native feature. Yeah. Even if you Sufficient go to the example, feature, yeah, it's good enough. You can actually build enough. conditional uh, reply. Correct. If they do this, then you reply this thing and all that. It's already quite robust, if you ask me. So I think. Yeah. It's a for property. Yeah. Uh, you say, uh, you're looking for three room, four room, five room. Where do you want your house? What is your budget? Preview all the things, like a form like yeah. that. Yeah. That, yeah, they can yeah. really build. If they say two room, then you lead to another question. One uh, room lead to another question. Uh, all for all, all is good. All is good. Uh, but I think chatbot on website still works for support purposes. But if you say chatbot based on Messenger alone, on that platform, I think it's not so uh, it's not so desirable. Chatbot or website, it still works. Yeah, yeah, I would agree that because that that kind of chatbot is very much linked to your because it's not tied to Facebook. Messenger, yeah. Messenger still can ask questions. Well, as in, can, 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 can. Which room you want? As in, uh, which part of Singapore you, you want the house? What's your budget? Yeah. So and so forth. All these. Yeah. If you spend time answering all these things, you are warmly really one. But you got to be on the same Facebook lead, platform yeah. Yeah. and to pre-qualify your leads. I agree, I agree. Mm. But that's on Facebook. Like, when you're using ads to run all this, then the conditional messaging would definitely help. That's yeah. really one thing. However, uh, I will agree with Andrew if you talk about support. But of course, the other day I was just having a discussion. I mean, I having a, I mean, just I, I did a talk to a, a bunch of manufacturers. Um, they were really keen about exploring face uh, the messenger bot or chatbot or what and of any type. But if, if, if you want to go on this route, right, I really want to emphasize on one thing, which is you have to understand why are you building the bot? You know, you don't build a bot for the sake of having a bot because a lot of times if you don't really understand what kind of question you'll be receiving on your messenger level and, you know, what are the problems that you're facing right now, then you build a bot, it may not address the problems. And then at the moment, after you build one, you need to reinvent the thing, you know, and tweak this and all that, it all involves money. That's why, in a way, you have, a, have to have a very clear picture about what you want to do with that. Yeah. But in my opinion, Messenger bought at the moment, they were hit by the 24 plus 1 rule, I would. That's one of a very big hit. That's why when it comes to this year, right, the iOS 14 coming in, I'm not sure whether 
you know, uh, okay. what do you think about iOS 14? Uh, we did not schedule this in one of our topic, but I think people would be interested to find out. But Chiwai, what are you doing to help your client to prepare for that thing? I'm still reading up myself, <laughs> so I have no comment on this for now. Yeah, the iOS 14 is quite, um, already I'm seeing a few apps are prompting me, the, the Apple prompt is coming in to prompt me to whether they, I want to approve or not, but usually I go allow, la, huh? I'm a very kind person because, uh, you know, I do that. But, advertisers, <laughs> yeah, la. but okay, uh, we have a question from Siobhan over here. Let's take a look at this. Siobhan say, I think this is more on uh, her own experience. She saw a lot of ads on investment, teach online, pride apps. What is pride, pride apps? apps. No idea. For easy investment, maybe like for easy investment, investment app. Is it an upcoming trend or just because of a search engine result? I think it's more on your behavior. But of course, yeah. if you fall under a certain category that, you know, because of your browsing experience, because of your, you know, uh, whatever. Website that you visit. Website that yeah. you visit. Because it's it like could be because of that. Facebook Pixel, then they know that they classified you. And WhatsApp also. WhatsApp also, not forgetting WhatsApp. So yeah, your behavior. If, the only thing that I think is uh, not affecting is the YouTube behavior. I don't think they're able to pass it over to Facebook. La. I believe YouTube all, your, uh, I believe oh, all your ads you refer to should be Facebook ads. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Facebook and website and uh, your browsing experience as in within Facebook itself. Hmm. Your, yeah. Your con. Your, you go to your some website. I think the pixels, they, they also pixel can pick still up, pick up. Yes. Uh, pick you up also. But I think you're not alone. Uh. I'm also receiving a lot on, on investment and teaching online. Singapore, investment. this one is uh, a lot, really a lot. And teaching, YouTube also adds also a lot because maybe maybe the, the pages that I, I touch. Uh. So that's a well, lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for the question, Siobhan. And uh, okay, now that's, this is a very interesting. I mean, as in like in the past one <laughs> year, I mean, okay, that's that's kind of a thing that I think it could be a very interesting topic where I mean, in the last one, six months itself, you know, six to seven months, I have actually learned with more than a thousand people. So in a way, more and more people are learning how to do Facebook ads on their own. And Chiwa is running an agency. I used to run an agency. What do you think? Do you think when people learn how to do Facebook ads themselves, um, will the agency's role be affected moving forward? Well, in a way, Especially for for um, for SMEs or for even um, startups or even um, new traders, whereby they set up a website, they want to promote it or they set up a business they want to promote it. So let's say, that, for example, they have a Facebook page. They definitely want to give it a try. What if uh, I'm going to boost it for ten dollars or twenty dollars? That kind of thing. So they're definitely hands on a little bit uh, because number one, probably as starters, they do not have the budget to to engage a proper agency to do it. Um, they might end up trying themselves, or they also end might end up engaging freelancers, like that probably gonna con or whatever lah, whereby the freelancers will just click on the boost button and that's pretty much it lah. So I get a lot of those kind of uh, clients as well. Um, but uh, when it comes to agencies' role, after they try and if it's not effective, probably they'll start hunting for it, uh, hunting for a proper um, agency to do it for them. And our role, uh, number one, is of course settle their problem, settle their problems, and do proper setup, business manager, everything for them, and probably run ads for them. But at the same time, uh, knowledge transfer, meaning if, if let's say, for example, some of them are SMEs and probably they want to grow it, the knowledge in house, probably they want to um, uh, start training up one of the um, uh, marketing, marketing personnel or marketing exec. To actually go for classes and whatever then after that engage another agency at the same time get things done at the same time make sure that this exec actually learns from this agency as well so uh, our role besides the train, them, knowledge, uh, train, uh, train them uh, not like me as an agency i die die on the hope we are i'm not going to transfer anything to you so that you're going to definitely rely on me um my perception is i don't do that so uh, if it's uh, if i can knowledge transfer, you know, train up um, whatever in how then they, after that they can grow. Sometimes they will ask me back questions. That's fantastic. Hey, why you do like that? Huh? Why you do like that? Is like that? Oh, fantastic. Good. Very good. It would be good if they can grow. What if they go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if like, oh, 
after that, learn, you grow, you go, is it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so, not easy to retain this kind of uh, talent, to be frank. Yeah. yeah. Because the moment they really can grow in this area, they become very, very valuable. Especially, they digital, their own stuff. especially digital marketers. Uh, I mean, within, uh, as in digital marketers in house within the company itself, um, once they go to a certain level and when they chow, uh, um, they are highly sought after, actually. They yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Because I I've personally seen, went through a lot of training with a lot of big organizations, uh, and when these people go out, they are very and, valuable. Yes, and when and that time when I to post this, hey, even a child, how much are you? Or come over to your place, right? <laughs> then they will, they will give some some figure that oh, okay, I couldn't afford you. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the thing. I would agree. I would agree. I I would I would say. I mean, in, in, if there is anything I learned in the past ten years running an agency. I would say the best case scenario is definitely like what you mentioned. The client has a person or at least a person, if not a team, to really train themselves to go over this and you know become better in this and they will take over this thing. Um, not many organizations can really endure this process and do that. Uh, on my hand, I have a few coaches that are doing this. Mm. But in fact, if you are able to do this in the long run, you save a lot more money. Oh, yes. I mean, a it's, lot it's more a, money. Yeah, it's a long game, uh, rather than wow, engaging in a four A agency. And whatever. to be frank, uh, if you ask me, la, I'm not sure. I mean, of course, this could be a different kind of perspective over here, but an agency can never do as good as a job of a good in-house. Mm. In a way. Because they, so because they know they, they know their own business best. Correct. So mm -hmm. when you have a balance, like what we are doing right now is kind of like a best in a way, my preferred uh, combination right now i have trained this team of people that they can already run things on their own and then they they engage me as a coach you know then we will just go through the campaign on a weekly or bi-weekly basis where they know their stuff but they need me as an external eye to really point them to some like okay this is the thing let's take a look at tweak at this you know then next week we come back and look at another metrics and do certain tweaks i think that would be the best case and that's the reason why i stopped doing agency <laughs> But could agency do the same thing? By Basically, what? agency take a coaching role to these customers instead of, in, you know, they come in, in way, for very tactical uh, consulting. In, in a way, that makes the agency a consulting role rather than yes. an executor. Then it's no longer yeah. an agency. Yeah. So, so you, have to, you have to take a, take a you know, like, I, I think in a way, of course, it can be coexist. It can be both. Yeah. But I would say at uh, at a certain point, um, yeah, I think it can work. I, yeah, but it's just another branch of, uh, you know, the same thing like, you know, uh, IBM technically is the largest digital agency, apparently. And most of the big fours have also gone into uh, agency business. You know, so, so my question is, why can't an agency go to consulting? Yeah, true. Lah. It's right. kind of me. Lah. I have switched oh. from agency to consulting. So instead right of now. done for you, you can you can still do the done for you. But at the same time, uh, customers who have in-house. I teach you how to do it. Oh. I'm uh, sure that. Yeah, Andrew Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, let's, uh, yeah, I mean, Andrew Frozen. Oh, he's back. He's back. He's back. You're back. You're back. You're back. It's it's totally uh, uh, possible, which I have been through, you know, all stages. I think it's possible, but I think it depends on the client's need, what they want. They want an yeah. agency or they want a coach, you know, that's kind of pretty much. And then you must be, in fact, two things. When you're running an agency or when you're actually coaching, uh, the eye that you need to put on, the head that you need to put on are actually kind of a different thing. But Joan has a question, as an agency, is it really okay to do only performance marketing and not content? Won't that only restrict to the client's content in your ad and ultimately affect your campaign? What do you think, CY? Well, uh, that when you only do performance, mean you only run the ads, you only you don't do content. Several, I have several um, um, uh, clients where I I do both, uh, where I I'm, I do performance marketing, I measure, uh, and also content and visuals actually come from us. At the same time, there are also certain clients whereby I only do performance marketing, whereby content and everything done in-house. And after that, I make sure that whatever that you give, I go through, 
mm, okay lah, can use lah. Then only I load it into Business Manager, and then after that I set up everything for you. So they are, I I experienced both actually. So so I um, mean back to your question, back to the Joan's question. Is it okay? I would say definitely okay. I've been doing this for the past like five six years now. <laughs> No, not even have a designer in-house, not even have a freelance designer out there. 100% depending on client, and, but we comment. Like what Chi yeah. said, you know, we give suggestions, yeah. we give advice, we, we, we give you know, uh, things that can do adjustment. But of course, we need to start with a guideline. I mean, the way I do it is, you know, since I don't do it, I will tell them what are the things that I need because I have a framework that's a lot easier for me to actually guide the client because a lot of agencies don't have a framework. Uh, at least we have a framework. At least our two-step funnel is a framework. I tell them that I need this. You need to produce this thing for me and all that. So it's a it become a lot easier for us to guide the client. So for to Joan's question, I think it's a choice. Uh, depending on what you want to be, the reason why I become only performance is because I want to really become the tip top of this thing. That's it. I don't want to distract myself for a lot of things because the moment I need to do a lot more, I don't have time to drill deep. I think oh, that's yeah. My dream is yeah. to become the performance marketer side only. Yeah. But it's Can now I? no choice. No choice. I have to take care of our visuals and, and yeah, true lah. True la. well, That's why it's Joan. Yeah, it's you know, it's your choice. It's your choice. Yeah. If you want, if you can cover that, then you know it's perfectly okay because when you do when you cover the content side, you make more money in a way. Which will lead to the next question that we have from Gamers Grow. Gamers Grow, now you have you have Chi answering a question, and then you have my side, of course, and then you have Manfred's side of he, he engaging agencies and all that. Different agencies have different way of charging. Okay, so uh, usually, definitely, it's not by campaign basis unless your campaign is so really like solid and periodical, and it's coming in for a period like that. And of course, it is definitely not on the commission basis. Right? So how do you charge? Oh, uh, campaign basis. How? As in how? Really? Yeah. Um, uh, if I... Okay, let me rephrase it. Uh, when you say campaign basis, uh, I've done short campaigns before, three months. Yeah, three months. What you want to do with three months, whether it's awareness campaign or whether it's like really, really leads kind of thing. Or okay. you have a or whatever. So short campaigns. Long campaigns, uh, six months, one year, yeah. Okay. So what, what are we gonna do within this one year? So if it's an existing brand, fine. So what's your what's your objective? Sales lah, in a way also all the time also sales one mm. So uh, then we, we build funnels, we build um uh, retargeting, whatever that we can do for them. Uh, wow. and usually okay. it's uh, it's like a retainer based kind of thing, uh, a contract within your know, three months, six months, or even one year, and we lock you down. And each every month, you know, we invoice, and after that. Uh, media buys, of course, is chargeable to the clients. Um, how much you're willing to spend, or how much we advise you think you should spend um, to do to achieve whatever. Let's say, for example, oh, Chima, um, I want you know uh, two hundred leads this month. You know what can I do with, with uh, what? What should I spend? How much should I spend? How many ads should I turn out? Then I reverse calculate and see whether what can I do for you. Um, I I've come across commission based kind of uh, mechanism before, but very hard, uh, very hard. Um, um, your money is based on the, su the success rate of your campaign, in which we as agencies, so sometimes we do not know how well is your product. Sometimes. If, you, if you have done it before, like, then the, the cost per lead is predictable. Some people actually do charge by performance. Uh. I actually mm. come across two main types. Uh. One is uh, they charge 20% or 30% of the ad spend. But mm, as I, that kind. Uh, I was that kind. I no longer take uh, that anyway. And the, the brand will have one one question. Uh, well, then the more I spend, the more you earn. No? Right, uh, but you're not serving uh -huh. my needs. Uh. I want more leads. Like, no? yeah. Okay, then the, then the another, another agency actually kind of reached me. Hey, wait, we, we charge by performance. No? Okay, but one lead, $200. <laughs> that, that's different way. I mean, I have, I have a friend who is also doing a kind of like an agency. You know how he charges? He actually like what Manfred say lah. He he do a you know level, and he say that oh per lead is maybe like fifty ringgit for example. Uh -huh. So if he's able to achieve maybe ten ringgit per lead, then he earns forty. Oh, oh. oh okay. That's how he does it. 
So this is also a way. That's why it's entirely up to you what kind of agency that you want to engage. Of course, when you work with me, these kind of people, then uh, okay lah. The more you spend, I mean, I, there was a time where the client was spending a hundred thousand a month, so I charged thirty percent for that. So imagine, so that's the one one. So uh, yeah, so this this will come across the kind of client that wow, the more I spend, the more you mingle, then then, then the performance not end of story, no. You say yeah, okay. Then uh, you need one, to prove one, your value lah. Yeah, one lead two hundred dollar. Then you say hey. What happened if you give me 10 leads? Uh, all cannot convert. How? Uh? That is not your problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> you think I, I give you 10 leads, I run myself, I, uh, 10 akal, then 10 leads give you, right? Or, so, or what? Bangla. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, the, the other side of my friend's case over there, then then you, you might, because his incentive is to get as cheap a lead yes. as possible in yes. order so that he can make the big difference. Man. Yes. So well, then, whether they convert or not, uh, the right. salesperson right. will make noise. Well, allow this kind of lead. This one not sales qualified lead. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. you so have right. to have to balance up. Uh. So yeah. it's your choice. In fact, in fact, you know, back to uh, gamers' question. Singapore, I think this is a very good question. In Singapore, most most of cases is all charged by twenty percent, thirty percent. Then yeah, the, the, the sad thing is there are agency in Singapore who who, who get the kind of permissions. Then they outsource. Fiber upwards to third world country to do the job. Then the job is not done properly. Also, there are some agencies that are. But they will screw up their name or in that case. Okay, that's interesting. So I think okay, I mean we have still have questions, but I think it's it's good enough to wrap this because uh uh wow, one hour actually, so far. Yeah, just like yamming away, you know, we have right. one hour. So this is how cool, okay. right? So this is how uh, we come together. Now, Manfred, over to you. You want to yeah. do a magic. Magic, yes, magic. Magic. Uh, okay, so Manfred today don't have website of the week. Magic. Yes, the magic okay. of the week. Okay, can you see the screen now? Wait, wait, wait. I, I need to bring it up. Okay, okay. Uh, today okay. is going to be one of the shortest wow. <laughs> okay. This wait, you is need to show your URL. I, I, you're not showing the URL. Can't see the URL. Oh, you cannot see the URL. For some reason. URL. Can you share the whole screen? I think you need to share the whole screen. screen. Hold on. Uh. Let me try. Okay, let me remove this one. You try to bring it up again, share the whole screen. You don't show the URL. It doesn't make sense, man. I'll show you the entire screen. Share. Is it? Entire screen. Can I? Okay, can. Okay, okay. Hang on, hang on. Okay. Wait, I can, can, can. Now can. Okay. Okay. Three Marketeer Show, episode 23, right? So I play. Okay, so okay. if you really like our show and you want to save it, uh, a lot of people very mafamas so go and find a download YouTube, right? So I realize uh, you go to you can see the URL, right? Can so I, I already put my cursor at behind the YouTube, uh, you before just put dot com uh, before the dot com, you just put a PP. Okay. Enter. Wow. Then you can start downloading. Then you can everybody watch. Why why two minutes? It's another website. website. It's so basically, YouTube. yeah, yeah, it's, it's not YouTube really. So basically, I say again, I, I go back again uh, for people who are slightly <laughs> slower. Yeah. So like basically, you are at YouTube, right? YouTube.com, right? So Correct. you go to the .com, before dot, dot .com, uh. you just put a PP. I don't know why PP, uh. okay? Then you press enter. It's your website. Uh. Then you direct to this Y2 mate, then you can start downloading really. Awesome way. Oh, awesome. Right. I like this, I like this, I like this, I like this. Okay. I, I like this. I'm, using, I'm using a third party uh, software to actually do this. I mean like a Windows software, uh, which does the same thing whereby when once we copy and paste the URL there, it will then uh reverse pass the URL value and then after that let you choose between either um video or audio only. Then after that, out of the video MP4, MKV, then after that the resolution all the way up to 4K yeah. or 8K. Usually yeah. is that, usually is that. But you need to open a new tab, but now our friend can actually do this at a quick trick. You just yeah. add the PP yeah. after the YouTube, then done. Without things, this is like ripping. Uh. <laughs> anyway, when you yeah. download a video, you're ripping. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Yeah, so uh, Siobhan say good trick. Thanks, Manfred, for this. So that's yeah. that's all we have for today. You, you can know, it for the first time. Yeah, we really need to show. thank Chi Wai for uh for being here with us. You know, uh, uh, I do come back more often. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> come back more often. Prepare for a while, right? <laughs> <laughs>
several potential new wows already. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh? Then, then okay lah. You can do, do you come know, back more. When you're free, then come over lah. We we can actually find more <laughs> topics. Okay, so um, th thank you so much for watching this the Three Marketing Show. I'm your host Jason. We have Andrew as uh, so my co-host Manfred and Chiwa as our guest today. And uh, this is what we do every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. We go live for an hour to jam away for an hour. Yeah, if you cannot one. sleep, just turn on the phone, turn on the Facebook, listen to ah, us. From the stream. <laughs> wow, I mean, okay lah. At least I can make you sleep. Then I, it's an honor. Thank you so much. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna shake a bit. <laughs> okay, so next week we have somebody to talk about. A, you know, she has a framework to help you do storytelling and selling on Instagram. So do tune in next week if you want to oh, learn how to hard. really do storytelling and selling on Instagram. And until then, enjoy the rest of the week and your weekend. See you next week, guys. Thank you so much. Good evening. See you next week. Good evening. Bye bye. Bye.